The number one way that you can master life is to learn how to master yourself when it comes to dealing with pain, dealing with adversity. When we encounter pain as human beings, we look for comfort because our bodies, our mind, our psychology looks to maintain something called homeostasis. And it's not just homeostasis in bodily regulation and temperature, but it's more so in the psychology of who we are. We look for maintaining our constant state of peace and predictability. And this is funny because while we look to maintain homeostasis, we also look to invite volatility in aspects that create dopamine. So we like predictability, we like peace, but when things surprise us and they're beneficial to us, we like that even more. We like volatility with predictability. And this is also why people get very emotionally attached into toxic relationships because the highs are very high. And sometimes those highs can outweigh and, and over-rationalize the lows of that relationship. We, we love to invite positive volatility into our life. But one thing I want to talk about is pain. Pain is a very powerful thing. Pain is fuel. Pain is gasoline. And pain should create a plethora of emotions for you, a cocktail of emotions, if you will. It should create sadness, frustration, anger, envy, hopelessness, maybe despair. Pain will create a lot of things in your life. But also, what you're missing here is that pain will create things. Pain has the ability to create. Many people think that pain just breaks down, but pain allows you to build because what pain does is it causes you discomfort. And human beings perform their best in moments of stress, anxiety, and discomfort because that is where your body kicks into overdrive. That is when your body says, I need to survive. When you are in survival mode, your adrenal response kicks up. You are more focused. Your attention is more dialed in. The ADHD goes away. You're not checking your cell phone when you're running away from a lion. You're not trying to tweet something when your house is on fire. You are dialed in because there is danger. And so we have learned to associate that adrenal response with a lot of things in life. Maybe our boss sends us an angry email. Maybe we're late on an assignment and we need to get it done. That's why procrastinators have an insane ability to work when the deadline comes up. See, procrastination is a very interesting thing. I'll hit on it for a second here. Many people that procrastinate have a tremendous work ethic when they're put against the wall. So the way that you actually can beat procrastination many times is to put yourself in a constant state of discomfort, to constantly introduce adversity in your life. Because when you normalize the pain of working out, when you normalize the pain of getting up early, when you normalize the pain of you know, getting an extra page of that book done at the end of the night when you want to drink some wine instead of watching Netflix or working on something for the future, you then begin to not be so susceptible to procrastination because, because the pain of you getting that work done earlier is just not as painful. So you learn to not necessarily decrease the amount of pain, I should say. It's, it's that you become more mentally resilient. Now, I want to talk about one more thing when it comes to pain, right? I could talk about pain for hours, but let's talk about anger. People get very angry when they're in pain. It's a very natural response. And there's two schools of thought that I've seen really prevalent when it comes to the subject of anger. You have the stoicism. I love stoicism. And stoicism in itself dislikes anger. Seneca talks about it quite a bit, how anger is a wicked emotion. And we should never aim to promote this wicked emotion. So stoicism likes to control anger. 
It likes to bury anger. It likes to expel anger in all aspects. Whereas modern day psychology, like anger is a very normal thing. Like, you know, it's seen as something that's not necessarily bad, but something that's just normal, not beneficial. I mean, honestly, in my case, I would say that if you are angry from time to time, that is a good sign that you are human, that you are alive, and that you exist in this world because there are things that will make you angry. So anger is a very a very beneficial thing in modern psychology, whereas in Stoicism, in the old thought, it is a very wicked thing. And my rationale on this is I actually agree with modern psychology a little bit more because I have always dealt with anger. I have always been someone that's very angry. Anger is one of the most difficult things that I've dealt with in my life, but mastering my anger, controlling my anger, controlling my my tendency to be violent and loud and yell and frustrated that is something that has allowed me to grow in so many different ways and it's actually brought me a lot of peace most of the success that i have in my life comes from anger i wouldn't say it all comes from anger but a good amount of it was started by me being angry and even though that was a very small percentage of it it still was i I still attribute it to a lot of it because if i had not started i would have never really gotten it going right I think that the first step is always the hardest. So when I started my financial firm, when I started certain companies that I have, it was out of anger to become a better individual, to prove someone wrong, to show the world that I can. Whether it was my mother, whether it was people around me, whether it was relationships that did not work out, I wanted to prove to people that I was better. And this is interesting because, you know, you would say, don't you want to do it for yourself? Don't you want to prove it for yourself? And that is correct. That, that is 100% correct. I should have done it to prove it to myself. But instead, I did it to gain the appreciation and satisfaction and maybe even the envy and jealousy of other people. And it was because I was angry. But yeah, that anger does fade away. That anger does not last forever. And this is why I tell people, like, when you start a business and you're angry and you're trying to win something and you're angry, that's good. It's, it's not bad. But you have to learn to find your purpose almost instantly through that anger. You have to use that anger not necessarily to just motivate you to work, but to also find your purpose. Because if you are working very hard at something and you're angry and that anger, it fades. Anger does not last. It never does. It doesn't always stay there. It doesn't always brood and, and you know, just grow and grow and grow. It typically calms down. Am, uh, anger is like a fire. And without the wood that feeds it, it will die down. And if you're starting something out of anger, you know, what's likely going to happen is that the wood is going to not be there at a certain point and it's, it's going to burn out. And then you need to find your purpose because if you don't, then you're just left with something that you've started and you don't know how to complete it because you have no motivation. You have no why. So when I started my companies out of anger, I had to quickly find a why. I had to quickly find the motivation to keep going that the the it factor that I needed internally to to keep going and to keep these businesses alive. So on a day-to-day basis, I'm looking at things that inspire me. I'm looking at things that motivate me. I'm looking at things that pull me out of my comfort zone. And this is where it all comes full circle. Human beings perform their best when they are in pain. They perform their best when they're in a state of discomfort. Prehistorically, we were always in a state of anxiety and discomfort that the, the tiger is going to come out of the jungle and eat us. We have to work. We have to you know, hunt to survive. What are we going to eat today? It was literally that. There were no refrigerators. There was no fast food. Like nowadays, we can literally just order food and we're good. We don't have to worry about eating. We don't have to worry about drinking water. These basic things are very much taken care of for us. So now we worry about 
not having the computer that we want, not having the cell phone that we want, not having access to this premium version of an app, the relationships in our life. This girl doesn't want to add us back on Instagram. Now this is what we worry about. When before it was literally survival. And survival is much more serious. It's much more painful because there's a physical body response that is telling you like you need to survive from hunger, from thirst, from shelter, from cold, from heat. So the pain was always there. And because that pain was always there, we always worked harder. We did not procrastinate. We stayed focused. We were more dialed in. We didn't have cell phones. And so you have to learn to introduce pain into your life on a day-to-day basis. Self-inflict adversity in preparation for the adversity that life is going to throw you. And when you do this, and when you, I don't want to say hurt yourself, but really push yourself, you are going to become a more mentally disciplined individual. You are going to become more resilient. And as a result, you're also going to become more emotional, more angry, more sad, more frustrated. And you have to learn to control these emotions and really regulate them as I would side with modern psychology because these emotions are going to exist. They're not something that you should just bury away because you have the ability to use them. You have the ability to weaponize them. When I'm fighting MMA, when I'm hitting the bag, I'm not thinking of roses and dandelions. I'm thinking of things that have wronged me. I'm thinking of situations where I have not won. I'm thinking of the pain in my life. And that's why I hit harder. That's why I position that stuff. That's a superpower in itself. Where you can just think of something and make yourself angry and not be able to sleep and be able to stay in that state of discomfort. When you can summon that adversity, that trauma, and use it and weaponize it, it is such a superpower. So the trauma that you've been given in life is actually very beneficial to you if you know how to call upon it. The sadness that you have from all the relationships that didn't work out, from all the jobs that you got fired from, from the people that have passed away in your life is something that you can call on and you can summon. And it's like infinite energy in your mind, in your soul, in your body. You have to learn to control the pain and you have to learn to put yourself in a state of discomfort in order to grow. And as you continue to put yourself in a state of discomfort and as you continue to walk into the fire, you will find that life will start to give to you because you're doing more and you're undergoing more than other people. And the people at the top are the ones that have solved the biggest problems. And in order to solve the biggest problems, there's more discomfort, there's more anxiety, there's more pain associated with it. And when you go through those problems and when you go through those situations and that adversity and you solve it and you walk through it, on the other side is success, power, fame, glory, status. And that is what creates a very peaceful life where you can then predict and you can then mold your surroundings and everything around you. So I hope this was helpful. I hope that you appreciate me jumping on here today and speaking to you for a little bit. I I appreciate you for sure for taking the time out of your day to sit down with me wherever you are in your car, whether you're showering, whether you're cooking a meal right now, whatever you're doing, I really, really appreciate you for listening to this podcast, this episode. If you guys ever want to connect with me, you can always message me on social media. There's a link in my bio where you can book with me. I'm always available on the Telegram app as well. I post a lot of stuff that I can't post on social media. I just launched that. Subscribe to my YouTube. Check out our podcast if you haven't done so already on all of our major platforms. And thank you so much for being with me here today. Till next time, guys. Sumi out.